This is Carmel Bear, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Short and sweet, just like Carmel Bear himself. What's going on, everybody? It is November 2nd, 2021. Boy, can't believe it's November already, Josh. It is podcast number 86, the 16th show of our fourth season. I'm excited for it. All the fans out there are excited for it. Let's, uh, it, these are happy days, Josh. Let's be happy, huh, pal? Walters? Sure. Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle grants. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh Thank you, Walters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I'm one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Daddy Mitchell, say hi to the folks out there, pal. Hi, folks. Wow, you can definitely hear the dad in his voice. You can hear the the mental distress. Uh, join our Discord if you'd like to chit and chat with us all the live long day, seven days a week. Um, you can leave us voicemails either for the Fave Favre or whatever else you got at anchor.fm slash hoodpod. Or if you'd like to kick it old school, you can uh, hit us up at our email, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. We, uh, we got an email this week, Josh. I'm so excited. You can find out more about uh, us and our League of Record at HiddenOaksOverdose.com. Josh has been making that purdy. Uh, what's, what's the latest thing you've done to that website, Josh? What's the latest and greatest? Nothing, really. Not since uh, not since the season started. I've been focusing on the pod and making sure it's an A-plus quality product. Amen. That's what you love to hear, brother. We're going to give you a raise from zero to zero. Uh, segment start times are down in the description below per usual. Thank you, Levi Oki, for providing us all the f- beautiful art you have over all these years. Um, you can see his work and uh, reach out to him with his Instagram handle, at Levi Oki Illustration. Josh, how we doing, pal? Well, I'm here, aren't I? Uh, I mean, yeah, just, I'll be honest, you, uh, you have surprised me a bit, um, not, 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 not that you're a bit inconsistent with your words, but I just assumed when someone had a kid, maybe they'd want to take a step back from the podcast for a bit, but you're a full, what, three, no, it was, what, was it last Monday night? Was five it just days. Thursday night, you're five days into daddom. How, how, I mean, maybe it's the podcast your only break from the kids, so that's why you can't stop, now we're going to be doing three hour pods or what? No, he's out mowing the lawn right now. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, it's been going pretty smooth. Um, so yeah, we're we're working on kind of taxes and stuff, so he knows what to do when February comes, and he should be getting those W twos. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, no overall. <laughs> um, sleep is one of those things that doesn't exist. It's been a lie our entire lives, and. Um, it will always continue to be a lie. Um, and so we are living in a simulation and the matrix was not wrong. Um, and so, um, Carmel, other dads out there, you guys can agree. Um, this having a child is like being unplugged and taking that red pill in the matrix. Oh boy. Josh is full blown red pill. There's lots of internet communities that would open, that would welcome you with open arms, Josh. Uh, but so, I mean, so I don't go on Facebook very often. I've assumed you've announced the name and all this and that. So if I, I, you know, I'm not going to dox your kid here. Yeah, no, everybody should know unless they can't read. I mean, then, so, you know, so Asher, where, where, where are we at on the pyramid of greatness? 
Um, I actually had to contact Mr. Swanson to create a new one, uh, a larger one, so he could keep rising. Excellent. I tried giving him skim milk, and he flicked me off, so it worked out well. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, it's going well. He's, he's a very chill individual. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's nothing, nothing more giggle worthy than being half tired and hearing a shotgun blast of a fart come from your infant <laughs> son that weighs eight and a half pounds. So, oh, um, Christ. but, uh, he's, yeah, he sleeps for the most part. Um, hoping that continues. He eats well, um, only whines when he's hungry and needs a diaper change. So he's living the life. Amen, brother. Are we not taking the stakes uh, well done yet? Hopefully this, those things are still moving for Asher. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> like, like he's able to kill or like he's able to eat anything before he can kill it. You know, he needs, uh, <laughs> he needs to earn his meat. Excellent. All right. Well, congrats. Um, congrats to uh, Josh and Nikita. I forgot your wife's name for a second. That's not good. Don't tell her that. I should probably cut that out of the recording as well. But, uh, yeah, big congrats. Welcome to Dad Dumb. And, uh, you know, it should be, ex- should be exciting times ahead. We can keep her moving, though, Josh. We can go ahead and go into the fan tasty zone. Well, how are you doing? Oh, you're going to ask after all. I'm going good. Um, I'm excited to see the Eternals on Thursday. I just got a new book called Attached by Dr. Amir Levine and uh, Rachel Heller. So I'm excited to read that book. Uh, but no, I'm doing good. No, no, I, I definitely didn't have a kid, so <laughs> I think there's more going on in your life than mine. I wouldn't be so sure. You're you're my you're my source for the outside news. So there you go. All right. Well, let's keep her moving, Josh. The fan tasty zone. Who brings us the fan tasty zone, Josh? Skybusters. 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 Thank you, Skybusters. Shout out, Josh. You eating or munch? All right. You munching or drinking anything over there, pal? Uh, yeah, I've got some uh, Nerds Gummy Clusters because somebody was genius enough to put the perfect amount of Nerds on the perfect size gummy, so it's just all in one one yummy bite. Um, and then I've got a uh, a Captain Coke. Excellent. Well, I've got over here, I don't know if it's the name of the company or the name of the thing I'm holding, but it's called Pure Organic. It's a layered fruit bar. I don't know. I saw a box of them at fucking Costco when I was there. And so I've got a strawberry banana one, and I've got a pineapple passion fruit one. So think about like a fruit roll-up, minus the roll, minus the fun, minus the taste. And that's exactly what this Pure Organic layered fruit bar is. And then, of course, we've got uh, got the old irony himself. All right, Josh. We uh, we heard from a senior correspondent. I know they've been pretty quiet this year. At least, um, you know, we heard it from a lot of them at the draft, but they've been pretty quiet since the season started. But, um, you know, Bears fans think they're on the up and coming, you know, and Burt McStuffins is uh, – he's, uh, he's not going to let the limelight pass him by. Burt McStuffins is going to take every opportunity he can. So without further ado, let's hear from our Bears senior correspondent, Burt. 85 McStuffins. Hey there, Garlic. This is Bert85 McStuffins, your Bears beat reporter. Uh, it's been a turbulent four or five weeks or so since we last talked. Uh, we spanked the Lions, uh, but that doesn't matter because Jared Goff is a little pansy boy and they suck balls. Uh, but we just gave the 49ers a pretty good run. Jimmy Garoppolo is apparently a runner now, and our defense doesn't know how to fucking stop a 6'4", 210-pound string bean, but I guess I guess he'll, he'll he's learned that trick. Uh, but on the, real, on the real, 
Justin Fields looks fantastic. Don't know what Laser was smoking last game in order to make those play calls to get that man running, but I hope he keeps smoking it. 170 in the air, Hunter on the ground. That's the kind of stat line we need. We get our defense short up. They learn to pull their pants up and stop an actual run game. We're in shape. We're looking good. I know the record doesn't say it, but hey, go Bears. Go Bears all the way. Go Bears all the way. Josh, did you drop Justin Fields in fantasy too early? Is is he finally about to hit his peak? I mean, his peak is still like uh, Sam Darnold on the Jets. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be fine with that drop. Do the bear? You think the Bears will squeak out second in the division? Probably, but five wins still isn't that much. That's true. Well, uh, thank you. Big shout out to Burt McStuffins. I'm sure uh, yeah, we'll check in on the Bears a couple more times this season. He seems very enthusiastic about talking to us. So we'll uh, we'll see how things go for the old Bears and the Burt. Um, we had a couple things going on in the Discord this week, Josh. Um, uh, gridiron discuss some discussion topics we talked about fandom too seriously whether you know people are just taking the uh the vikings losses too seriously and how bad they want zim fired we talked about balancing fantasy teams and fantasy players and this and that and then just today of course there's a little trade talk because it was the nfl trade deadline do you learn anything or anything stand out to you from these talks or perspectives changed or do you just hate everyone in our discord for their awful takes or what how are we feeling about the gridiron gossip Yes. All the above? Yes. No, um, I agree. Fandom fandom can be taken too seriously at times. Um, I don't think... I mean, yes, I've lost sleep over some games, but most of it's just the adrenaline coming down. It's not because I'm sitting there wiping the tears away um, after a loss. Um, Fantasy balance when it comes to like the PPR and stuff. I've always been a fan of the PPR. Um, I, I like the tiered PPR that we've got going in Sleeper, despite the uh, the the record that I have with it. And um, but <clears throat> I do think that it adds a little bit more of a um, diverse player profile. So you you know you have to do a little bit more looking around that sort of thing. Trades. Um, I'm surprised we didn't see any more big trades. Um, the Rams must literally just be having monopoly money sent in to whoever takes care of that sort of thing. But uh, they, they seem to um, be able to acquire anybody and everybody. I do believe that part of the trade was that the Broncos were going to pay a hefty amount of Von Miller's contract, at least for this year. I thought it was like nine mil or something. So I don't know how much Von Miller's making this year, but nine mil obviously is a nice chunk of change. Yep. Um, but then back to the fandom thing. So when does uh, when does Walters start his um, instead of leave Brittany alone? It's like um, leave Zimmer alone, but it's like the reverse. So we need to get rid of Zimmer, and he has it, you know, under sheets with the with the light. He's crying. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Walters is already organizing marches on the Capitol. Maybe he's going to you know, hook up with Brad. Because Brad does, uh, I believe, I don't know if he does lawn work, but does the snow removal over at uh, TCO. So maybe he's going to have Brad get him in and he's going to start his own picket line right there at the training center, getting Zimmer's face, you know, this and that. Maybe throw a snowball at him when the snow starts falling. So I would assume Walt, the Walters Takedown Zimmer organization is already well underway. And uh, I'm surprised you haven't got your phone call yet. Yeah, it must be because I block spam calls. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think... I don't think there was anything else in the gridiron gossip besides those things. How do you feel about it all? 
I mean, I mean, it's just I I do it to myself. And the reason I ask the question is because Josh, I can't help myself. I sit there and I doom scroll all the low football IQ people on the Vikings subreddit, and it just hurts my brain. And I really, sh- I really should stop doing it. Um, but it's just you, you see the people in there, and they say they just have the dumbest takes. Like I'm not saying Zimmer shouldn't be fired at this point, but it's just all their reasoning and their logic and this and that. It hurts my brain. For the fantasy balance, I guess the only thing I was thinking about is uh, I, I think at one point Al had talked about like why do you need to balance things or what what needs changing. I mean, the, the fantasy game is always being balanced. I mean, I'm in a fantasy league where um, the, the quarterback still gets one point every ten yards, and so the QBs are the position supreme. And obviously, the standard these days is twenty five yards a point. So I mean, the game has evolved with uh, the fantasy game has evolved with the real game. And it's been tweaked over time just to, you know, balance things out for parity or this or that. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just always looking for opportunities to keep the positions together, change strategies, this and that. And then, yeah. yeah. Al's over here saying, keep your change, pal. I mean, aren't, are you still, I don't know if it still exists, but you're in that fantasy league or your dad is where you literally only get points from touchdowns, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not in it. Uh, my dad is no longer in it since they're in Mississippi and stuff. Just too much work for that um but uh yeah that league still exists um they showed me the records that they have they literally had to mail in their lineups back in the day and you know if players weren't playing or you know last minute scratches oh whoops um so it was before the days of email and things so that was kind of fun to see sure no i mean my point was though that the fantasy game itself has changed and evolved oh, yeah. and rebalanced things like obviously you're not going to go for just touchdowns you're not going to give qbs fucking 50 points a game which i'm taking full advantage of in the flea flicker league i'm in right now but yeah i don't know there's different conversations to be had about how to balance fantasy or how much you want to do with this and that and I'm, and I'm fine with whatever i prefer leagues that are different anyway so we'll keep removing though oh well you got uh, your massive polls josh i don't think you've posted a new one but there was a minimal amount of discussion we, we were able to ring out some discussion from the folks today let's talk about your last poll and what the people were saying yeah it seems fine people are finally catching on that brett Favre, oj Simpson, and randy moss are the uh, ultimate trio um and so the discussion that we've had was uh from dave 69 oj Favre, and randy are a party who wouldn't want to come play with them thank you for your uh, contribution eric's k uh, who is O.J. Simpson? Uh, that is O.J. Simpson, um, but he had to use an alias in order to stay um, in the, you know, the not guilty party. And then Jesse, you know, Jesse being Jesse, probably put the only three words he knows in the English language far enough said. He even spelled one of them wrong, but he tried. For effort. And then, uh, so what were the results of the poll? Um... Five people said Brett Favre, O.J. Simpson, and Randy Moss would be their trio. Two said Steve Young, Adrian Peterson, and Devonte Adams. Two said Patty Mahomes, LaDainian Tomlinson, and Marvin Harrison. And then two said Peyton Manning, Delvin Cook, and Terrell Owens. All right. And so will there, will there be a poll by the end of the show or before football starts going? Should the folks be looking for a new poll or are we just going to le- let that oh. one sit there? Yeah, we'll let that one sit there for a little bit. I might add another one here. I need to figure out how to write wordings and things again. Um, so I'm, I'm relearning things from scratch as I'm trying to get back to those college days of sleep deprivation. 
Rock on. All right. Well, Brian, I mean, Brian, ever anxious. Uh, he didn't want us to forget. It's been a while since Brian emailed us. Um, but we, before we end the Fantasy Zone, uh, a staple of the Fantasy Zone is a good old email from Brian. Don't forget you can email us at hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. But, uh, Josh, I, I have it already pulled up in front of me. I don't know if you would have pre preemptively pulled it up or not. But uh, do you want the honor of reading Brian's uh, first email in a while, or should I take her? I have it. All right, hold on, hold, hold on. You've got mail. Proceed. Mid-season update. Hi, guys. Haven't written in a while. Been exploring nature. Still listening to the Hoodcast every week, though. Some observations. You guys are solid. Very impressed with how far you've come since starting this. Cuddos. You guys have not improved in your prognostications. Several times I have taken your advice and changed the lineup based on who your boom or bust players were. Strategy for the two of you? Yes. Uh, number three. Number four is a psycho B-word from H-E double hockey sticks. I have a newborn infant son in the room, so I can't read that line. Psycho bitch Lesson from to- hell. Lesson to be learned. If someone tells you they are a drug addict, believe them. Don't try to reform them and run. Lasted nine months. Finally. A sincere congrats to Josh and Nikita. Nothing better than starting a family until they turn 14. Love the grum, Brian. Now my question is, Brian, what did Brad do when he turned 14? I mean, don't forget, Brian has one other kid. Brian has a daughter as well, so maybe maybe well, he's staying but... Oh, come on now, girl. Let's be realistic. Brad was awful by the time he turned five, so I don't... I mean, at 14, I don't know if Brian was just an absent father or what, but Brad was awful, you know, when he was talking. That's true. All we, right. There's a lot to unpack here, though. I mean, he's starting to rank his wives. We got number four in there. Um, you know, Brian's out here selling our state secrets about whether or not we're actually giving good fantasy advice for our own benefit. I mean, Brian, Brian, it's been a while, but uh, he came in with the hard hitting, the hard hitting email, and I love it. Yeah, and that was the Hidden Oaks original Fan Tasty Zone, brought to us by PPP Skybusters. Hell yeah, Josh. Well, uh, we'll keep her flying here. We get, we're going back to Gar's Grinder. Gar's Grinder is back. The fans voted for it. I think enough time has passed. The, uh, the 24-hour news cycle has cycled enough times that people have already forgotten about John Gruden's discretions. We're back to Gar's Grinder. And uh, Gar's Grinder this week, legitimately, like this isn't a joke, legitimately Cooper Rush did look good um, on, on Sunday night. Dude had 40 passing attempts in his first start, 24 completions, 325 yards, two touchdowns, and the kid had ice in his veins um if you were watching that game you saw that zimmer definitely took out the classic uh, rookie strategy of or the the classic playing a rookie strategy of blitzing them a lot trying to get in their face let them feel the pressure let them uh make mistakes and uh cooper rush did not uh he did not flinch he sat there he stored he stared everson down michael pierce um dalvin tomlinson daniel hunter before he went down he was looking him in the eyes and he said fucking bring it on and uh, so Cooper Rush had ice in his veins. He did not uh, balk to the pressure. He was able to make the completions he needed to. We were able to shut down Zeke. We were not able to shut down Cooper Rush. So Gar's grinder from last week, week eight, is going to be Cooper Rush. Shout out to him. Some say that he even flustered Zimmer. Caused Zimmer to cause, call two timeouts back to back. Zimmer uh, was indeed flim-flammed. Uh, let's move on, though, Josh, to the podcast play-along, huh? We uh, we did it, Josh. We finally fucking did it. I've been hoping for it all season long. It only took us eight weeks to get her done. 
We got the all-women top three. Shout out to Jesse. Jesse's in here listening. I don't know if Elena's with him or not. But number one from contest number eight was Happy Camper 07, a.k.a. Elena Camp with the 139.36. And second place was the Just Birthing a Child Nikita with the 135.66. And then uh, a good friend of mine, Brianna, she's Go Sports. She got a 125.1. The all-women top three happened, and I hope we see a lot more this season. But uh, I'll be honest. I don't know if it was going to happen, Josh, just because you never know. There's a lot of luck involved. But um, it happened one week after we had our first woman in first place. So I guess uh, when it rains, it pours, so to speak. Very nice. Did, uh, did Nikita feel good about it? Does she think she's going to play better or worse now that the child is uh, outside of her versus inside of her? You know, I, I guess I didn't talk to her about it, but uh, she did say on Sunday when we were watching the games, she's like, oh, I forgot to check this after I said it on Tuesday, which makes sense since you're in the hospital Wednesday through Sunday um, or Saturday. But uh, yeah, she she ended up getting second, which was great. Um, and so good for good. Good job, Nikita. Good Standings job. haven't changed a whole lot. Except we have a new number two. Big Cushy Man is still first with 742.58. Happy Camper Elena is 690.52 in second. And then Lucky Hamber is 688.4 for third. Yeah, so Elena takes her 140, or pretty much 140, smashes right up into second place, knocks Hammer down to third, and knocks Carmel Bear's future brother-in-law, Cody, out of the top three. So, uh, I mean, 390, she's only got two points on Hammer in third there, but um, she puts together a couple of more good performances, and she could be sniffing on David's back door, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, but <laughs> shout out to Elena for cracking the top three. She's currently in the money. Josh, um, do we stink at picking studs and duds or what? Let's go back here. I've hit on every single one except for this one and the one before. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Al. All right. Well, last week I had a Cincinnati tight end CJ Uzuma. Uh, he was uh, worth a 57 hunch versus the Jets. Um, he, that game turned into a shootout somehow, and he still couldn't do much. He had 5.3 points. Not bad for a tight end. Tight ends are historically pretty tough, um, but it's not even. He didn't even get to you know one times his value based on his cost. So definitely not a stud. What about you, Josh? I had Elvin Kamara as a dud. He was he, he cost you 84 hunch. Uh, they're going up against Tampa Bay. He ended up putting up 15.1 points uh, with a 1.8 times value. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't call him a dud, but I wouldn't call him a stud. He was just kind of right around that, yeah, okay, I can live with it range. Yeah, you, you usually expect more than 15 from Alvin Kamara, so probably a dud to his standards, I'd say. Who you got this week, Josh? Who is Brian going to put in his lineup just for you? Well, I went, I went ahead, and I'm going with a different strategy here, one that I probably should have started the season with. I went and I looked at who I'm going against in Dynasty and picked <laughs> one of their players. So I am going to say Zach Moss, running back for Buffalo, with $6,000, um, he's playing Jacksonville, is going to be a stud. Minimum three-touchdown game. 
Th- minimum three touchdowns from Zach Moss, Brian. Are you listening? Minimum. Uh, this week, Brian, I've got another bona fide stud for you as well. If this guy's not in all your lineups, you are sorely missing out. Uh, my stud, I've, I'm calling him a stud, this week is going to be Brandon Cooks, wide receiver out of Houston. He's going for a lean, mean 6,800, so a nice, uh, not quite in the bargain bin, but, you know, a, a decent price. They're going against Miami, who has not been good this year. Looks like old uh, Terod Taylor might be back in action i think brandon cooks puts up uh you know 50 points this week so brian it's uh if you don't have him in a league i'd trade for him and uh if he's not in your fan duel lineup you're a sucker so brandon cooks wide receiver out of houston is going to be my stud for fan duel this week josh let's go ahead and uh let's hear about your little uh your joker of the week my, I, you know there's a lot of low-hanging fruit i could have picked on zim i could have picked on um, a lot of different people for just being a joke of the week. AJ Green, you know, he's got memes coming out because he, you know, his controller disconnected mid-play. Um, we've got a lot of other things out going. Like I said, the Zim two timeouts. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and throw out just a general joker of the week. Our teams that had to go up against backup quarterbacks. So we've got the Vikings, Bucks, and Bengals. All three of them lost to backup quarterbacks. One of them with Mike White. Um, that was the Jets quarterback. Went up against the Bengals, beat them. Nobody even knows who he is. I put him in at my tank team for Dynasty and deflate these balls, expecting a negative seven score. He ended up putting up 25, and I almost won because of it. Um, and then you got the Bucks, who had Trevor Simeon, um, who's been in the league for a bit. He came in after what's-his-nuts got hurt. Um, and he outplayed, he outplayed Tom Brady. No, but really, they won. And, you know, it just goes to show that uh, he, he's making magic out there. I don't know if you saw this, Gar, but Kevin White had a catch in that game from Trevor Simeon. So it's like, is Brady done? I think so. I think so. And then you already talked about Cooper uh, Rush, but honestly, we could have all seen that coming. Oh yeah. Um, you you predict you predicted it. So it's the gingivitis, yeah. man. It's those ginger quarterbacks. Ever just uh, he doesn't like him. He's scared of him. He uh, he doesn't know what to do. You know. Yeah. Anything without a soul shouldn't be able to throw a football. <laughs> Amen, brother. That's that old school brimstone out of Zim. But let's keep moving here to the Hidden Oaks highlights, Josh. What do you say, pal? Week eight, we had a we had a little side bet, a little Gronk. I don't again. I'm probably shouldn't call it the Gronk Memorial. Gronk's in the league right now. He's playing. But it was the Gronk challenge. It was the tight end uh, with the closest to 69 yards over or under a nice 69. And fucking Jeremy, Mr. Pruber now himself, he almost hit it right on the nuts. He had Dan Arnold with 68 yards, brother. It was uh, it was close. Yeah. We had a blowout last week. Not from my son's diaper. Um, and it was Project Parsons over Kareem Rises. 99 point. <laughs> I, I was looking at our <laughs> Sorry. I, we should be ashamed of ourselves. Literally 99.45 to 54.6. I mean, sure, think- I, had a lot of, I had a lot of people that were either on buy or COVID list, and it was disgusting. But uh, I just want to go ahead and point out that even though I played my flex, was a Thursday night guy, 
didn't even know, you know, can't spell his name, Equinamius St. Brown. He outscored your flex. Neener, neener, neener. Josh, I had the third lowest score in our league, the third or fourth, fourth lowest score in our league, and I had the blowout of the week. Tell me, tell me what that says about you, pal. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We fucking got yeah. Well, both. wins losses were equal. So, what does that say about stop making fun of me? Yeah, uh, we had a nail biter as well, Josh. And it was the Skybusters himself. Uh, a lot, a lot of Skybuster mentions today because he's so great. He barely beat the worst team in the league by ten thousand miles. Catch twenty two, aka Hammer, one seventeen point five five to one fifteen point five. So Brian scratched away with just a two point oh five margin of victory. It was close, Brian. I thought you were supposed to be good. You're barely beating the guy who's one and seven. Again, Hammer. Don't forget if you change your team name, uh, you'll be able to turn things around. But if you stay catch twenty two you're gonna say at the bottom so josh it looks like we got your uh, lows and your highs week next it looks like you got about 95 percent of the way done and then you just quit but uh, i mean it still looks pretty good yeah i um because there were still a couple kickers that could go last night and i completely spaced off the high for the kicker um and i might not have even looked at the scores to see if anybody changed so we'll just pretend i did um and so going from the lows we've got matt ryan at quarterback with 7.6 points uh, running backs to David Johnson and Kenneth Gainwell with 1.3 and 2.7 points, respectively. Uh, Justin Jefferson with a pathetic outing and 4.1 points. Uh, Cortland Sutton was another wide receiver with only six points. Um, Mo Ali Cox, tight end, stood for the um, Colts, zero points. Flex Emmanuel Sanders, zero points. Oh, wait. Defense. Did, did I have two players on this Lowe's team with zero points and still have the biggest blowout against you of the week? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, well, going into the Bears Ooh. defense, which I played because apparently they're trying to shore things up according to Burt McButtons or whatever his name is. <laughs> Josh, easy, pal. They got me negative six. Uh, that six points definitely would have made the difference, inspired the rest of my team to play better. Um, and then for Lowe's in the kicker, we had Boswell and Prater with three. In the highs, which is where you got your win, uh, we had Josh Allen with 32 Michael Carter, I believe, the running back for with 32.2 for Hammer. Joe Mixon, 25.1. Uh, and the wide receivers, Brown and Godwin. That's A.J. Brown and then Chris Godwin with 31.5 and 28. T.J. Hockey um, was the tight end with 18.9. And then Michael Pittman in the flex with 30.6. Uh, the high defense was Denver with 16. And then for kickers, I'm just going to go ahead and guess um, kicker, high score, 15. Name unknown. I'll say it was Greg Joseph. Why not? Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so that is the highs and lows um, for this week. As Garlic mentioned, he had two players with zero, and he still uh, blew me out. Um, but, you know, it's whatever. I, I like to look forward on to next week. <laughs> Who do you play? Who do you play next week, Josh? I don't even care. I lost because literally the only running back on my team that is playing is David Johnson. So I quit. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll look forward to week nine, Josh. Week nine, our side, so, and uh, Perib won the side bet, like I already said. So, I got to send Perib five bucks. Uh, but anyways, the side bet for week nine is Glorious TDs, the team with the most uh, offensive touchdown. So, does it matter? Offending. I know. It, it is offending. But it uh, doesn't matter if the uh, Buffalo defense, whoever's got them, doesn't matter if they put up three tutters against uh, fucking Miami or the Jets or whoever they're playing. It's going to be uh, only offensive touchdowns. And then uh, what should be the tiebreaker, Josh? Because this, be, this one could be tied. What should we do for a tiebreaker for glorious TDs? 
defensive touchdowns, and if not, then bench touchdowns. There you go. I like it. Keeping it simple. Um, we got uh, ooh Jesse D touchdowns as well. Jesse likes it too. All right, Josh. All right, let's get rid of D touchdowns and just go with bench touchdowns. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's already been decided. D touchdowns is first. Uh, Josh, looking ahead to some potential blowouts and some potential uh, <laughs> some potential nail biters. Um, well, you have an interesting matchup. You said your only running back is David Johnson, but you're playing Garrett Flint, a.k.a. Henry going to give it to you. Well, Henry ain't going to give it to anyone else for a while. He'll be back, what, maybe week 13, week 14? So, Josh, if you, That man has a family. He's injured, Gar. I, see, you're just, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Josh. Oh God. Uh, so I mean, maybe maybe you and Garrett come down to a nail biter. I'll take that as my nail biter. It looks like Brian is playing Derek. Brian's currently projected to lose by twenty ish, seventeen twenty ish. I'm sure the lineups aren't right though because it's Tuesday. Looks like T is projected to get blown out the most by Jamie. Um, I'll go ahead and say the blowout's going to be Nikita. I say Nikita's going to blow out Willie. What do you think, Josh? Yes. Even though Willie's projected more. Um, yeah, I'm just going yeah. to listen to your gut sometimes, you know, pal? Yeah, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Pribs blowing out Hammer. Pribs is still undefeated. We'll talk. I think maybe next week will be our. We'll we'll dive back into the standings. We'll do a little, uh, you know, second quarter. I guess it'll be past the second quarter at that point. But we'll do another check in. Fucking Jeremy's eight and zero, dude. That's uh, hey, who's gonna be who's gonna be his Eli Manning in the championship game? <laughs> that's a good question. Oh boy, yeah. But no, shout out to Pribs. We'll talk more. I'll about take that. the honors. <laughs> you go for it, Josh. Hammer, change your fucking team name, and you'll stop being one and seven. I I guarantee it. Um. All right, Josh, let's move on to the very Hidden Oaks original, the very Hidden Oaks, the very original uh, Medical Minute. This week, we're hearing from Dr. Jamie Hammer yet again, and she's talking to us about the big sad. And so without further ado, Jamie, take it away. Does cold weather make you sad? Does turning the calendar to November bring a tear to your eye? Does the first snowflake make you crawl into your bed and not come out until spring? You could be experiencing seasonal affective disorder. In all seriousness, about 10% of people report feeling some sort of change in their emotions based on the seasons, and about 50% of those who are feeling depressed at baseline. It's most common in people who are around age 20 to 30 and those that live in northern climates, so y'all better listen up because this pretty much describes our lives. It's not really clear why seasonal affective disorder is a thing. There are quite a few hypotheses and none have been proven, but my absolute favorite is called the circadian rhythm shift hypothesis. This says that when the brain is experiencing less daylight, it's making melatonin, or that sleep hormone that you've heard so much about, through more parts of the day. You can imagine if your brain is in full hibernation mode that you're going to be feeling a lot of pressure to participate in your day-to-day life, such as feeling increased appetite, increased weight gain and fatigue, and then you still have to go about all your daily business. And how does that not make somebody sad or feel some component of seasonal depression? And not only depression, but people can also experience symptoms of bipolar disorder or manic episodes that are based on the seasons as well. Now you're probably wondering, how do we treat it? It all depends on severity. If you have a pretty mild case, you usually start with light therapy or getting one of those $20 to $30 boxes from Amazon that emit a bright light that tell your brain, hey, stop making melatonin. You can use this for 20 or 30 minutes a day while you're eating breakfast, or you can have it wake you up with your alarm clock, pretending like it's the dawn. 
It's also said that if you exercise and get more serotonin exposure, that you can overcome the effect of melatonin. For more severe cases, meaning those that last longer than just the seasons, or those that have more severe symptoms, we suggest medications. And these are the serotonin medications that we use for all sorts of depression. And we also suggest adding on therapy at any point in this process if you feel like you could use any sort of tips to make yourself be your best self. Thank you guys so much for requesting seasonal affective disorder as a topic. Please hit me up in the Discord if you have anything else you would love to hear from Dr. Hammer. Otherwise, it's been great chatting with you. Have a great day, guys. No, you have a great day, Dr. Jamie Hammer. Josh, you, uh, I think we've, I've mentioned it a couple times on the pod already, or maybe we talk about it on Xbox or something, but do you ever feel like you've uh, come down with a case of the big sad or the, the seasonal affective disorder? Do you feel like the winter ever gets you down? Occasionally. Um, mostly because I realize that as winter, as winter comes and goes or progresses, it just means football season's almost over and I don't get to listen to you every Tuesday. Aw, babe. Yeah. No, but I mean, it makes sense. I mean, there's less sunlight, so you're getting less of that. Your body wants to sleep more because it's dark more. I mean, I won't speak for everyone, Josh. You know, you've uh, you've worked out pretty regularly your whole life. Um, but, uh, you know, there's some of us fat, lazy fucks out there who, uh, when it starts to get cold outside, you just kind of stay inside and don't fucking move your body for, you know, 17 hours straight. Just kind of the way she goes. You get the, get the piss Gatorade bottle and you get the shit bucket and you just sit there and play Xbox, you know, the way God intended. But, uh, yeah, I mean, do you, what about any family members? You've been living with Nikita for a while. I mean, I'm sure you guys, you know, are accountability buddies and sort of staying active and staying ahead of uh, the big blues. But, um, I don't know, mom, dad, cousins, uncles, anyone out there who you've seen the big sad take them down? Nah, not that I've, not that I've noticed, at least. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely, yeah, I, I mean, look oh, good. It's definitely out there, though. It's, it's you know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think anyone was going to discredit it. Um, but no, I mean, I definitely, I can see it hit my mom a bit. My mom is noticeably different from like, let's say the, like an Easter to Thanksgiving. She's definitely kind of two different people, so to speak. Um, I can see it in, um, not probably not my dad so much, but uh, definitely in myself. I noticed last year I got hit by the, the sad myself. So I've been trying to be very conscious of that. I've got to post a note. I got a post note on my mirror in my bathroom that just says "Don't be sad," and so I I, I solved it. I don't need no Thanks, fucking. Swanson. <laughs> I don't need no fucking medical degree. No, but I definitely I did notice. I'm sure COVID was part of it, and all these other things that were going on in the world last year that were part of it as well. But I definitely once the spring hit, I could tell there was uh, I had had a bad winter. I could only tell looking back though. I didn't know in the moment. So all you need is one yeah. post-it note that says don't be sad and you've got it fixed folks don't buy no 20 to 30 dollar light box jamie out here scamming people uh, no but seriously thanks what's your cut what's your cut jamie <laughs> she's got an affiliate link that's how she gets that's how she gets uh, all these student loans paid off uh, but thank you dr jamie hammer don't forget if you guys ever want to hear about a, a certain medical topic or phenomenon josh maybe you could talk about maybe you could request how to get babies to stop pooping i'm sure jamie would love that i've heard jamie talk often about uh maybe you think jamie steals a bunch of super glue because she just had a kid not too long ago as well you think she steals a bunch of medical grade super glue from the hospital she works at definitely 
All right, but no, hit up the Medical Minute channel in the Discord, and uh, Dr. Jamie Hammer will potentially pick up your piece. Uh, let's move on, Josh, to the fan favorite. We're talking about the Fave Five. This is what everyone wants, and I knew this episode was going to be a good one. We've got four, sub- four fan submissions already. This week's topic is hottest actresses, and there's a bunch of horn dogs out there. I know last year when we did the hottest actors, I think that was one of our best Fave Fives of all time. I think we had, I don't know, seven, eight entries. I mean, Donnie made a fucking appearance, so... Um, definitely, uh, there's some horny people in the world, whether you're looking at guys, whether you're looking at girls, whether you're looking at anything in between, there's a lot of horny individuals out there. So let's hop right into it, Josh. We got the Faye Favre hottest actresses. Jack got his in during the show. So shout out to Jack, but, uh, let's see what his Faye Favre was. Yellow, uh, Jack of all trades here coming back again. Uh, I've been MIA for a little while, but I wanted to hop in for this. Fave Favre here, uh, hottest actresses. Uh, honorable mention, I'm going to toss in a Megan Fox, because I'm sure she'll be on some people's lists. She is very attractive, just somewhat seems a little gross to me, especially with the old uh, MGK pair-up. Uh, number five coming in, I've got Kristen Bell. She's been a huge celebrity crush of mine forever. I just think she's adorable. Love her and everything she's in. Number three, uh, Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory, or if some of you have seen uh, Flight Attendant News Show. I think she is remarkable to say the least number two another one of my big crushes forever scarlett johansson love the personality as well i just think she's amazing and number one by far not even close alexandra daddario for those of you that don't know look her up she is just mwah. Uh, Jack for sure is not allowed within a hundred yards of a <laughs> playground we know that right like that's a hundred percent verified yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's where he called from on his walkie-talkie there. So, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> holy fuck! Okay, uh, <laughs> and then he just puts in the chat or Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, no, but thank thank you for uh, thank you for your fave far hottest actresses, Jack. Um, I mean, I to me, Kristen Bell, I think, is underrated for sure. Um, she seems to have a great relationship with Dak Shepard as well. They seem to be one of my favorite Hollywood couples. Who who do you think is the hottest on Jack's list, Josh? I, I mean, yeah, Kristen Bell um, is up there. I, I kind of lost. So at that point, I was already trying to think of my walkie-talkie joke. So um, <laughs> I, I lost three and two. But uh, I did hear um, uh, the, 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 the Alexandra Daddario. Daddario, um, yeah. Yeah, I heard that name on there, and, and I don't know. I've never seen, I know who she is, but I've never seen anything she's in, so she didn't make my list. Gotcha. All right, well, let's keep her moving here. There's some more horny people out there. In the, I, I, I don't even want to say what I'm thinking right now, but Jesse, Jesse, I knew this is one he'd have to call in for, so let's hear Jesse's fave five hottest actresses. Bunch of tractors. Hi, this is Jesse Morissette. I'm calling with my fave Favre hottest actresses. Uh, on number four we, on my list, I have Lacey Chabert. Uh, she plays in Mean Girls, and she has a minor role in Daddy Daycare. She's just really beautiful, brown hair. Kind of like that. Uh, number three is Shailene Woodley. She's the main character in the Diversion trilogy. Uh, short hair, kind of blonde, depending on the movie. Beautiful. Uh, number two is a very unknown name. It's Yanti Sommer. She plays as the main love interest in the movie Trinity is Still My Name in 1971. Just beautiful blue eyes. Gorgeous. 
And number one is very unknown name, but very popular face, Milana Vanthrop. She plays as the AT&T actress in the commercials. Just beautiful. Need I say more? Thanks. Bye. I feel very confident if Bradley had called in, uh, that AT&T girl would have definitely made Bradley's fave Favre as well. Anything from Jesse stand out to you, Josh? Um, no, just, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe we sound like this too, but Jack said that his was a can of, uh, a can of soup and string. That's what he called in on. I'm thinking that if that's what Jack called in, Jesse forgot to take the soup out of his can. Cause that was woof. Uh, I mean, Jesse was probably doing the old Bluetooth, you know, he was driving home or something. Uh, I will say, though, I just as I feel like I always want to acknowledge this on the show, and I never do, the people who do listen live, they listen to a much more lower quality audio than the people who listen to the MP3 later. So some of you regular audio listeners, whether it's uh, Brian or an Al, I'm pretty sure Al listens to the, like the Spotify version later. But um, if you don't listen live, there's definitely a audio quality difference. So... Uh, we really appreciate those who do show up live because we don't sound, not that I put a lot of effort into how good we sound, but we definitely sound worse just because um, Discord throttles what our audio quality can be. So, yeah, I will I will shout out that. But um, Jesse and Jack, that's all their fault. Definitely has nothing to do with us. Yep, we'll move on. Sure. We'll move on, though. Thank you, Jesse, for calling in. We'll move on to Al. Al loves to call in on uh, Monday nights. Let's see if he thought anyone was a fraud from last night's game and what his fave Favre hottest actresses are. What's up, guys? Audio Al here coming at you live with my fave Sean Watsons of uh, hottest actresses. I'm looking at my fancy team here. All my teams are frauds. Change my mind. Garlic, you should know this. Um, uh, top four hottest actresses. This is a really hard list to come up with, I tell you what. <clears throat> I'll go with uh, number four. Erin Moriarty? I don't even know how to say her last name. Moriarty. Blonde chick from uh, The Boys. Number three, Jennifer Lawrence. She's got some some spicy picks out there. Uh, number two, we'll go with Margot Robbie. Whew. It's, a, it's a tough one to beat, but number one all time, Blake Lively. She's hot. Yeah, bye. Yeah, Aaron Morty already the the starlight from the boys is what Al was going for there with his number four, I believe. So um, got a lot of blondes on that list, Al. I mean, do you? Th- I mean, does he have a type? What are you trying to say here, Josh? Maybe I don't know. I mean, I I I, I don't think that'll spoil any of your t- fave far of Josh. How do you feel about Aaron Morty already? Definitely a newer actress on the scene. Definitely came out with boys. Yeah, I mean, how dare you? I think she was in a CCR music video, so she's been around. Um, CCR? Well, I know that, uh, what's his name? Huey has been in a CCR music video. God damn, is uh, Huey older than I think? um, At least I think it was CCR. Anyways, um, yeah, I I have respect for his list. Good job, Al. Yeah, I mean... Um, I'm excited for the next individuals, actually, so I'm, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to this. I need to know what they had on the stone tablets back then. Yeah, I mean, and just I'll, I'll say on Al's list, Blake Lively is absolutely all time. I mean, it's undeniable. What a yep. what a fox. Uh, but yeah, we uh, I, you know I thought Carmel Bear was going to come in with a great list. He talked about he was going to hit some vintage cougars out there, some fine wines, some aged uh, aged cheeses. But uh, Brian, he's uh, what is Brian fucking seventy eight years old, old as dirt. He was there in uh, instructing everyone else what to do, but. Uh, 
let's hear what Brian's fave Favre hottest actors are. Do you think Sophia? Oh, here, I don't want to spoil this, but do you think like a Marilyn Monroe or Sophia Loren make his list? He's obviously not that old, but. Well, I'm just. I think that all his fave Favre is just going to be the Golden Girls, isn't it? It could be. Let's find out. Hi, this is Brian with my fave Favre for the week hottest actresses. Trying not to be a creepy old man here by picking people in her 20s, so I'm going a little little older school. Number four, Kaylee Cuoco, who I think is very pretty, has a nice bod, and uh, she makes me laugh, which I think is important to be hot. You have to make me laugh. Uh, number three, Sandra Bullock, just a cutie pie. Um, again, she can be really funny and makes me laugh. Uh, number two, Penelope Cruz. Doesn't make me laugh, but rocks it. And my number one hottest actress is Alexandra Daddario. And not for the reasons that you guys are thinking, get your mind out of the gutter. Not only does she have those assets, but she has got the most pretty eyes I have ever seen. That's my list. Someone hasn't seen, uh, someone hasn't seen Randall Cobb. Have you seen his eyes? Are Jack, are Jack and Brian the same person? Would they have two of the same people? I don't I don't remember their full list, honestly. But Kaylee Cuco and Alexandria Daddario were on both lists. Are they the same person? Yep. Is that more nope. of an insult to Jack or to Brian? Uh, I'll be the fifth. <laughs> Josh feels strongly both ways. Okay, well, shout out to the, the we our fave Favre people who called in this week. We had Jack, Jesse, Al, and Brian. We appreciate all three of you calling in. And my phone, I haven't looked at my phone in a while. Sometimes people call in late. I'll just refresh the page real quick to make sure. Nope, uh, Jack was the last one to get in. So thank you to our fave Favre caller inners. There also happen to be the fave Favre people listening live right now. So imagine that. Thank um, you. Josh, we've got our own Faye Favre list coming up here. Um, obviously, you've been happily with Nikita for some time, but uh, it would be a lie, I, I assume, if you didn't appreciate uh, other females in the world. Um, what were you thinking about when you made your list, or did Nikita have to sit over your shoulder to make sure you uh, didn't embarrass the family? No, no. I uh, She didn't have to do that. Um, but, yeah, no, I was just thinking about um voice actresses and which ones i think would look the best so i just went on you know went by that okay uh yeah i mean i i honestly at the end of the day for me i just picked four names i don't think i could have like i assume if you asked me four times i would have given you four completely different lists there's no way i was going to be all-encompassing there's many many beautiful women in the world so I don't know. I just kind of picked four, honestly. And part of it was how familiar I am with them. Part of it was how they look, obviously. Part of it was, I don't know. I just fuck. I just had to pick at some point. So I would have thought about it too long. And this is just a fun bit. So would you All like right, to... She left the room. I can give you my real reason. Excellent. So I have a 75-page single-space Word document in which I started a ranking system back in June of 2013. Yep. Um, I have been secretly collaborating with... Um, with a lot of different inside sources, Carmel there, um, on, on, you know, this ranking system. And that's how I derived my fave Favre from my fave Favre fave fifties. So we're going to go ahead and yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an all encompassing list. Go on Gar. Excellent. Well, I mean, it sounds like since you put so much effort in, you would like the walk off sheet, uh, walk off shot this week, right? Um, I, well, we're keeping with the every other. So who had it last week? Josh, I, I really don't fucking know, pal. Okay, so I'll take it this week. All right, excellent. 
Uh, I'll start then. I mean, I have a long list of honorable mentions because, again, I've been single for 27 years and I don't have a lot in life. So, I mean, honorable mentions, Emma Watson, Emma Stone, Kate Upton, Kate Mara, Brie Larson, Margot Robbie, Elizabeth Olsen, Aaron Moriarty, Olivia Wilde, Selma Hayek, Haley Atwell, Denise Richards, Megan Fox, uh, and Scarlett Johansson. All are worldies, but they didn't crack Gar's Faye Favre. Coming in at number far for me, uh, I don't think Carl Bear would listen to this unless he listened live, but uh, I had to put this person in my Faye Favre just because how much I've texted Carmel Bear about her. This is Julia Fox, known for her role as whatever the fuck her character's name is in Uncut Gems, the recent Adam Sandler movie. Julia Fox uh, is an absolute worldie. Um, to sound very creepy for a second, you know, we talk, we, we make jokes these days about women who need uh, commercial driver's licenses, CDLs, to operate their dump truck. Julia Fox, in fact, needs two CDLs, one for each cheek. It's pretty impressive. Um, so if you just Google Julia Fox, you see what I'm talking about. But that's my number five hottest actor, Josh. What do you got for number three? Or for your number five, excuse me. Yeah, so I'll start off with my list of honorable mentions, and I'll try not to... Uh double up on ones that you said because I agreed with a lot of yours, but I had Heather Graham, Elizabeth Banks, Anna Kendrick, Jessica Biel, Rose Leslie, Amelia Clark, Gal Gadot, Jamie Alexander, and Summer Glau. Excellent. Moving on to my number five, Faye Favre. I've got somebody... I'm, I'm actually going to go out there on a limb and say that you've never heard of any of these people on my Faye Favre. Okay. But uh, number five, I have Frida Gustafson. That's a made-up name. Uh, she was in Witcher. Um, she played Ma. So not necessarily a main character in Witcher, but she's also in the upcoming Vikings. Um, kind of not reboot, but seasons. So Frida Gustafson. Excellent. Well, look out for her if you're out there watching that show. My number three. Uh, she's an all, literally an all-timer. I I don't think I've heard her name mentioned yet, which is very disappointing to me. People who aren't mentioning her are literally lying to themselves. Angelina Jolie is my number three. She's been rocking it since, uh, I guess I don't know how fucking actual old she is, but however old she is, she's a fox now. She's been a fox for my entire lifetime, so that's a good 27 years she's been killing it. And I'm sure she was killing it before I was around, so... Angelina Jolie, she was great. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith is really kind of how I got introduced into her. Uh, Tomb Raider was good. She's just an all-timer. Angelina Jolie, my number three. I'm going to go ahead and go on number three. Um, Alyssa Sutherland. Um, she is an actress in TV shows. Vikings, more specifically. A lot of my characters are from Vikings. That was a good... I like that show. It was more recency bias, I guess. But... I did go through, look at a lot of them, and yes, Alyssa Sutherland. I mean, you did say your list was extremely comprehensive, so I mean, I can, I can only trust you, Josh. And you love these shows where you can just sit there, and it's basically softcore and sometimes hardcore porn that you're watching on TV with uh, all the different shows you watch, so I'm sure you're an expert on these women's bodies by now. Uh, my number two, I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, agree with how Audio Al put this person so high. Um, definitely was in contention for number one. There's no question about it, but ultimately I didn't put him number one. Number My number two uh, hottest actress would be Blake Lively. Just absolutely incredible. The personality is glowing. Um, the uh, her and Ryan her and Ryan Reynolds are great. Obviously, kick and bod face is incredible. She can be cute and she can do sexy. She's got all the different facets. Blake Lively, my number two. Josh, I actually might have mentioned it in my honorable mentions on accident, but uh, my number two um, for multiple reasons. Allegra Edwards. Um, she is in the TV show Upload. Um, 
so obviously um, attractive actress, uh, but also Allegra helps with keeping me um, from getting allergies, and that is a bonus. <laughs> Multifaceted Allegra. So I mean, if uh, when Nikita definitely leaves you, maybe you can uh, shoot into uh, Allegra's uh, Instagram DMs and just see how she's doing. You know, tell her you need yeah. uh, you need to refill that prescription. My number one, Josh. Um, she's been great in a lot of things she does. She's there's I don't I couldn't even describe to you why she's my number one because I mean I would think mo- I, obviously all these women are going to be conventionally attractive if you're an actress you just kind of have that pretty privilege but also you're talented to make it onto some of these big screens as well. But I couldn't even explain to you why this person got the number one over Blake Lively. But uh, my number one, we're going with Natalie Portman. I don't know if it was watching the Star Wars movies as a kid that did it for me. I don't know if it's uh, what she's done since that does it for me. Obviously, she was in the Thor movies as well. But, man, Natalie Portman, uh, she gets it. She gets it. And I feel like she gets me. You know, I feel like we've built a bond through me watching her through uh, large TV screen all these years. We're basically inseparable, and I'm going to ask for a hand in marriage uh, and maybe probably the next year or so. But, no, Natalie Portman, I, my number one. What do you got, Josh? Ellen Page. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Donnie I've Morissette. Got... <laughs> Hang on here. She's what been in, a, she in. She's started a couple family films, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, this one definitely. Uh, the name is what got me. Thea Sophia Loch Ness. That is not a made-up name. That's um, fucking made up as shit, Josh. <laughs> It is not. Uh, she played a minor character in The Last Kingdom. Um, not a minor character. She was kind of a big deal, but uh, she definitely had some of the better on c- or on camera kills, which is you know just an added bonus. You need somebody that can defend themselves. Um, everybody on my list has actually had a few kills, so there's good for that. Um, and so Thea Sophia Loch Ness, um, long hair version. So if you are searching um, for the pick. Uh, longer hair, um, not the short hair style that she had. But anyways, yeah, that is my number one. Go ahead, look her up. Josh, Take I'll some be time. <laughs> Josh, I'll be honest. I'm surprised that I didn't hear for how many times you've watched Spartacus. I'm surprised I didn't hear a single Spartacus character in your fave Favre. You know, I mean, you were obviously a big Game of Thrones fan for a long time, and just the eighth season doesn't make a, uh, one of the women in that show unattractive. I'm surprised one of those. Well, the fact girls- that they agreed to it, you know. <laughs> That's let's see. No, no one who is is in that season could be attractive. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, no, I, I I had them in my honorable mentions. It's just you know, it's, like I said, that recency bias. We could probably do this list again two weeks from now, and I'd have an entire different one. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, probably. Spart- I mean, Spartacus had some decent ones, but they were a little bit not. I, I don't want to say homely, but the majority of the characters in that show were dudes. So dudes yeah. all right well i will uh we got to get out of here pretty quick josh but uh i will say the topic for next week this was a fan submission in the discord this year uh and I, maybe there have been some other ones as well but this one was one that stood out to me uh the topic for next week in the faith harvest favorite 90s technology so big shout out to audio Al for suggesting that one i think that's a fun one and we don't need to be super strict about it i mean technology usually when it's invented versus when it really like takes off in pop culture so to speak um it can be you know it can take some time so if it was invented like 88 89 but didn't become popular until 94 i mean no big fucking deal in my eyes unless josh wants to really hard in between the 90s and 99 but 
favorite 90s technology will be the topic for next week. Don't forget to call in with the voicemails if you'd like a shot at our swag basket raffle. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a Faye Far voicemail. Burt McStuffins, who called in as a senior correspondent, they got a raffle entry this week for calling in. Um, Jesse, out there, you haven't called in with a station identification yet, so if you want to, you know, leave one of those, that's worth four entries. You other three live listeners, Brian, Alan, Jack, you've already done that, so you've already got your free four entries from that. But uh, yeah, next week, Faye Favre, his favorite 90s technology. Josh, your dad, you're going to say go Packers when I ask you if you have any final words. You can join our Discord, kids, uh, anchor.fm slash hoodpod for all those voicemails I was just talking about, or hiddenoaksoverdose.com, or hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com for the emails. Hiddenoaksoverdose.com is a place you can check out our league. Josh, say bye to the folks. Go Pack. Bye, folks. Did you see I put the Loch Ness Monster in the chat? I mean, I mean, do you had to give a tree fitty to show up? Nope. I will say, I was, uh, I meant to say this during the show, but I was trying to get out of here because I've been trying to keep us under an hour. If Nikita wants to call in with a Fave Favre, I'll play her Fave Favre Hottest Actresses next week. If she cares about such a thing, I'll reach out to Jamie too. We had a lot of guys talk about the actresses. I'd love to hear what the girls have to say about the actresses. So if Nikita wants to um, post, post show, I'll play it next week. You can let her know. Yeah. Right, and now we're fucking 15 seconds over, so we're gonna have to go find 15 seconds of content to cut Josh. God damn it.